1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking
0: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
2: Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Season's greetings and welcome once again to The Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob Alley. I am JP Mosier. And we're here to celebrate the greatest songs in modern music history. We're going to tell you what makes them great, why we think they're awesome, and why you should too. JP, how you doing today, man?
0: And I am doing fantastic. So today starts our magical month. Magic uh, month. Magic month um, here on The Great Song Podcast. We'll be doing a magic-related theme for the month of October. That's right. Now, full disclosure, we're both... Both believers, Christians, and don't want to glorify the dark arts of Halloween, or what? anything. You're going full Michael Jackson <laughs> thriller, thriller intro Di- disclaimer. Um, we want to shout a little posi- <laughs> We want to shout a little positivity <laughs> on this uh, on this magic. And we're so I'm even wearing my Magic Johnson yep. jersey. Um, Rob can can. Uh, Can attest to that? It's true. This is an incredibly special episode for us as this is our four-year landmark. Yeah! So 1,460 days ago, we started this little voyage. That's a lot. Um, Yeah, and we have a dream artist that I worked on tracking down for a couple years. Like, for real. This one took a bit... Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're here with Ben Rector. Hey, <laughs> here now, it a little bit, and we're perf- we're talking about a song that perfectly yes ca- capitalizes char- characterizes In- friendships encapsulate that's the word characterizes. There we go. There we go. Vocab <laughs> award goes to Rob. <laughs> Uh, so grab your tear your uh, yearbooks, <laughs> grab your tears, grab, grab your, your yearbooks, your tissues, your memories, and jump in and celebrate with us. This is uh, I guess I'll introduce. Normally I introduce the song. Yeah, you did. This is uh, this is "Old Friends" by Ben Rector. I
1: still find Wiley's house. Riding on my bike with eyes closed I could name every girl that he took out And from my memory dial his house phone Can you take me back where we were Just kids, weren't scared of getting older, yeah Like old friends, because you can't make old friends. Come oh, on. what a great lot! Gets me every time.
2: Come yeah. on, let the beat hit one second.
1: I still feel with
2: those. Now. All right, we'll get to more. We'll, oh, we'll get to more. Oh, dude, y'all know around here we love us some sentiment. Some sentimentality,
0: absolutely. You know, and
2: (laughs) Ben Rector is the king of modern sentimental music. Ben Rector and Cody Fry do sentimental better than anybody. That's good. Um, and Ben's Ben's like so. Some of Cody's comes from instrumentally. He just the way he
0: production. Yeah, Ben's is lyrically. Ben's
2: is lyrically. Just so aggressively sentimental, yeah. Um, and this is the perfect he song. He doesn't
0: skirt around
2: it. No, like, uh-huh. it. this is this is the perfect song for us. Uh-huh. This is oh, the man, perfect song for this show. Um, and, and it's the, from the Magic album. From the album Magic. Okay. So this month we'll be featuring songs or albums with Magic in the title uh some new some old um feel free to hit us with your guesses as to what you think the rest of the songs of this month might be we may
0: we may not answer you because
2: we want to keep the suspense alive. but go ahead and throw it out there absolutely because there's a lot of them actually there's 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 quite a few but uh we've got we've got a good crop i'm really excited about magic month so and this is a great way to kick it off dude i love this album so much the magic album is is great one of my favorite albums of the last few years um, and we're going to talk, I'm going to make sure we talk about some certain spots in Absolutely. this album. Absolutely, The uh, the album itself uh, debuted at number one on the Billboard Americana slash Folk Albums chart, which is a little funny to me because I don't consider it either one of those. Mm-hmm. I don't think of Ben Rector as an Americana slash Folk artist in the same way that, for some reason, he doesn't
0: strike me the
2: same as like a Drew Holcomb.
0: The reason for me, I think, I know... Even live, we'll talk about how I saw him live the other day, but when I think of Ben Rector, I see him sitting at a piano. I don't see him holding a guitar, and I don't think of a lot of Americana folk frontman leading from a piano. Maybe that's just what something it is. about holding a uh just something about holding an acoustic guitar yeah. with a hat yeah. makes it Americana slash folk to me. <laughs> and I don't see Ben wear a lot of hats. Right. So if he wore more hats and took more <laughs> pictures holding his acoustic guitar, maybe I would uh, make yeah, that. Yeah,
2: maybe maybe that's what it is. And j- just to me, like even though you're like Drew Holcombs of the world, have some pop production, Ben's produ- Ben to me pop. Oh, yeah. I think pop yeah. when you say Ben Rector. Um, but uh, regardless, anyway, that's where he charted on the Billboard Americana Folk Albums Chart, uh, following up the success of 2015's Brand New, which went to number nine on the Billboard 200 of all
0: albums. uh, went, went to number nine. Do you want to hear a little of it? So, a <clears throat> uh, Brand New? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, why not? Let's hear a little bit. This is probably his biggest song. I, I think so, say. today. This is yeah. the one he closed the, the show with, so let's hear a little
1: Brand New. my
2: Love the way the chorus just comes to a halt and he delivers the hook. He actually does that, I'll talk about it, uh, on one of the the songs on Magic as well. He does that on on Drive. You got a story on that song? For later. Okay, all right, okay. So um, Magic went to number two on the U.S. Indie chart, number seven on the U.S. Rock chart, and number 44 on the Billboard 200. So a really good, solid album uh didn't quite hit the same heights as brand new did but it debuted at number one on the americana slash folk chart so and 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 i mean it's not nothing it went to number two on the indie chart number seven on the rock chart number 44 on the billboard two big album big success um and and ben's star sort of continues to rise so um that's that is great i got friends uh who are like who you know you know how like people follow the Grateful Dead around, uh, people follow you know people follow Dave Matthews Band around. That's just like how they, Jimmy Buffett. I got friends who will do that for Ben, who they'll like w- retire early and get an RV just so they can follow around Ben Rector. It's gonna it's just gonna be that way, you know what I'm saying? He's just that kind of just that kind of guy that like endears himself to an audience that way. Okay, I got a few listening notes, uh, and then we'll get into some other stuff about the song. First of all, I gotta ask. Who is your Wiley? Okay. If, if this was your song, who would the that, first was, verse be about? Okay,
0: so I was trying to think about how to do that because um, I want to – I have a lot of old friends, yeah, obviously. Right. But I want to pick – like there's a crop, so if I've got to pick one, yeah, I'm going to pick one that I know listens to the podcast. Okay. So shout it's, out to Jeremy Anderson. Sure. So Jeremy Jeremy and John are brothers, but I know Jeremy actually listens to the podcast. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with them, but then I've got a follow-up story. Okay, the phone number thing. The, yeah. Uh, those of y'all, do y'all know what a home phone is? <laughs> so there's probably people out there that don't know. There used to be phones before cell phones. Right. That was like just in your house. Yeah. So I've got a story mm-hmm. that I'm gonna tell that is not necessarily friend related, but it's the first story I think of when I think of home phone. Okay. I don't know um, if I've yeah. told you this one before. So I'm in seventh, eighth grade, one of those that time frame of life. Yeah. Crushing on this girl. Okay. I sleep with a cordless phone. By my bed, okay, um, and I will have either my mom or grandma call me in the morning to make sure that I am awake for school, okay, to come down. Okay. So they call me whatever. So cordless phone. So you were Courtless rich. Cordless phone. <laughs> 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 right. So anyway, that's my wake up call, okay, just to make sure that you are up, so you go to school, whatever. So I, I do that with my alarm. So that was my. So that I'll talk anyway. Yeah. Back so I, up. Yeah. So I have this dream that I call this girl that I like, and I can't talk. I'm oh. like, I'm like, uh, and she's like, JP, because caller ID. Uh-huh, everybody uh-huh. had caller ID, or right? if you're, I didn't, but the they did. Yeah. Yeah, you did because you were rich. No, I didn't. So I didn't have. Call, but no, no, no. So this girl had her own phone line okay, in her okay. room. <laughs> yeah. like so, yeah, this okay. wasn't parent line. This was girl. Yeah. So she's like, JP, and I'm like, uh, can't talk or whatever. <laughs> just making noise or whatever. Just can't talk. And my so anyway, wake up. I wake up and the phone is in my hand. And it's going beep, 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 beep. No. And to this day, I don't know if I made that call, (gasps) and I can't ask. I, next time I see her, I can't be like, "Hey, did I call you at three in the morning oh the my- other day and not make any kind of noise?" Oh my god! So to this moment, I don't know if I ever made that phone call, but that was terror. Like I was freaking out. Wow! So that was like that's my that's my home phone story that I think Man. of whenever I think about a home telephone. Line. So obviously, you I mean you had that phone number memorized. Like, I had the number. A- it's a number that I knew yeah. either from. Either A, calling it, or B, having seen it written down, like, hey, call me or whatnot, and then I've looked at this number – Either a dreaming of calling it, or <laughs> I can't remember. I mean, I may have called it a time or two. Yeah, but it's like a number that I had ingrained in my mind. Dang. So yeah. Anyway, so that's my home phone story. Wow. All right, we're gonna call this girl we're Jenny. We're, we're gonna not. call this girl Jenny. I have a friend named Jenny, Jenny she's
2: eight six seven five three zero nine. Right there, that's, you go. That's, yeah, that's we can call that. One. We're gonna her nickname, her code name. That's funny. code name Jenny. Seventh to
0: eighth grade JP. We're not gonna play guess the girl. We're okay. just gonna play. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> Is there any chance she listens to the show? I. Don't know, no, I, no. She wouldn't listen to the show. If she lis- if she heard the show, would she do answer? You think she would reach
2: out and say yes, yes, yes or she, no because she's that nice. Or I guess she wouldn't know if you didn't. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so. if she wouldn't
0: know if I if I didn't, but right. if she but remembered if, it and it happened, and she'd it, be like, yeah. The next time we interacted, she would tell me. <laughs> oh man, I hope that
2: happens. She would tell me. It'll never so happen. It'll never happen. Oh gosh, if it happens, we're talking about. If it, it. happens, we'll do a, a Patreon special episode <laughs> follow up to old bonus. friends oh man okay all right so your old your old friend for verse one would be jeremy uh, I'm, gonna Anderson. Go, I'm gonna go
0: jeremy just because i mean i, I could have picked a lot of people there but yeah. i'm gonna go jeremy so shout out to jeremy okay. um he is also the only member of my friend crew that has been to every braves fest i take oh. up braves fest every year this was our 11th or 12th year i this was our 11th technically but there was the COVID year which makes yeah. it weird um so shout out to jeremy anderson
2: okay all right mine would be a friend and multiple time guest on the show robbie wade um good call he would be he would be you know he lived essentially down the street he lived around the corner from me um and i would ride either walk to his house or ride over to you know ride over on the bike i can dial his house phone should i just say what it is (laughs) so i just put it out there um (laughs) and which is funny because actually our the um the phone numbers in our neighborhood actually did start with 867 so like there oh, there yeah. was an Four, 867, two, three, yeah. eight, six, seven. uh-huh so there there was an S- 8675309 wow. i have called it and and a person answered and I hung up. I, Is Jenny there? Hung up. Mm-hmm. Like the first prank ever. I know. You know what I mean since 1983 <laughs> whatever year that song came out. Thanks Is your refrigerator running? Yeah. No. Um so but uh so yeah, Robbie Wade uh and I'll tell a Robbie Wade going to his house uh um with my eyes closed story. Okay. Um essentially, so I met Robbie in 7th grade, uh middle school. I Robbie was the first friend I made after I had I moved schools a lot when I was a kid by the time I got to seventh grade I had gone to if we don't count kindergarten I had gone to one two three four five schools by seventh grade oh man that's moving not counting kindergarten um and so seventh grade was where I settled in and and stayed in that school district the rest of my you know through high school and so um so anyway I learned that uh Robbie's house is like, he's around the corner from me. I'm like, this is fantastic. I'm going to go find his house on my bike. And so I I go to find Robbie's house on my bike for the first time. And that day in our science class, uh, Mr. Underwood, our science teacher, had told us that if a mosquito lands on your arm, you can flex your arm and it will make the blood rush and it will kill the mosquito. So it'll like overload it Uh and it makes the mosquito explode. Okay, so these two things happen to converge at the same time where I'm trying to find Robbie's house for the first time on my bike and um, and a mosquito lands on my arm while I'm on my bike and I see it. Uh-huh. Okay, so I look down at this mosquito and I flex my arm and I'm going to kill this mosquito. Then I look up just in time to see the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I clip this mailbox with my handlebars and I go flying and I'm all skint up and uh-huh. bleeding and whatever. But I found Robbie's house. <laughs> <laughs> and I spent, spent a lot of time there over the next uh, over the next several years.
0: I can tell you one thing about Robbie's house. He always had candy bars. Yeah. And he always had Diet Dr. Pepper or Dr. Pepper in the fridge yep. cold. Yeah. So, And I've not been there near as many times as you did, but you could always count on getting a good that's snack right. at you got, Yeah, that's
2: right. A Reese's Nutrageous. Was always available. And or it was a st-
0: name brand candy bar. Yeah, it wasn't. A, that's right. It was. A, it was. The, it was the real deal.
2: And Robbie's Robbie's mom makes the Chex Mix of the millennium, <laughs> like just Chex Mix of the century from Robbie's mom. Just fantastic. Anyway, but like so when you talk when you talk to me about. Obviously, you and I are old friends, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. But we have friends who that are, are older. even older. But we've known each other for twenty years. Yeah. Um. But we have friends that go back even farther than that. And so for me, this verse, this verse one would be about Robbie. And the the okay. third verse about like you know, um, nobody here knows what the what my parents' back porks looked like. You know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. That's yeah. like you know that that kind of thing, right? Um. Okay. Now that we got that, uh,
0: sentimentality just chock full of Just it. Just oozing. Let's talk about w- the actual We know song. y'all Ben Rector fans came to hear about our <laughs> eighth a- grade crush. <laughs>
2: That's a great story, dude. Okay. Um, let's uh, play for me one time. You can play the second chorus. I want to hear, I want to pay attention to a couple things in the chorus. One is the syncopation of the chords um, where every other chord is put off. There we go. One, Back and, we one. Just and one and one yeah. and one and then listen to these chords
1: no one knows you like yeah know you, no one probably okay
2: so you i want to, two two things about that one the syncopation of those chords is brilliant it's like okay so ben rector writes these songs that have this feel that is both, and he talked about this. I believe on Dave's Five Hot Takes with Dave Dave Barnes, um, that he he writes these songs like this one uh, and like Brand New um, and a few others that are that have both a halftime feel and a full time driven feel. Mm-hmm. It's like if you were just counting this. It would be, I, I'm not sure if you would go one, two, three, four, one, two, or if you would go one and two and three yeah. and four. And it, I don't know. It, and I, uh, but it's, it just probably kind of depends. So the drummer's probably going one and two and three. I, I don't, I don't really know, dude, honestly. Cause the drum, the drum, I seal, would think
0: the drummers counting it like this because of his bass kick.
2: Okay. But see, so, so he's kicking on, doom, yeah, doom, 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 but his snare is doom, doom, doom. doom Yeah.
0: That's true. You know what I mean? Which
2: so if it's it's either a halftime one, two, three, Uh four, or a one and two, and three, and four, and and the kick is on a is doing eighth notes. Uh Okay, so it feels both driven in in common time and in halftime. That's good. Um and so this this song is doing that. So so I say that to say the syncopation is either shifted by an eighth note or a sixteenth note, depending on how you're counting it, okay? So it's one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and and three and and four and one and two and three and four. And 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 the way those chords move is just really interesting. Like, there's no particular reason to do that, but it really helps the chorus move, you know what I mean? And it feels awesome. Then you've got this chord move in the middle of the chorus that I love every time, and it's kind of a gospel move. You don't really hear this move in pop music, Often, especially the the combination of things that he does here. So we're in the key of A flat, okay? And what he's doing is he, he's going, okay, so the, the, the first chords of the chorus are A flat, A flat over C, then F minor. Oh, I thought that was a C minor chord. No, because it's got, it's, uh yeah, because it doesn't have that note. So here's your one, uh-huh. and, it, and if it was a three minor, it would have, the, uh, uh but it's, or, uh, sorry, one and three. Three, three minor, but it's a—it's okay. really just a one over three. It just raises okay. the base note. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and then it's going to the six, which is F minor, then to the four, which is a D, okay? A uh, D-flat. D-flat, I'm sorry, yes, not D major. Um, and uh, D natural, yes. Um, and so then what he does the second time is he goes A-flat, uh, A-flat over C, F-sharp, uh, I'm sorry, F minor, and then it drops down to an E in the bass with a D-flat minor, on the top with an added sixth. Okay. So it's like, um, so it's like uh what? D flat, B flat, A flat, E in the in the right hand over an E in the bass. Okay. So you can call that a Yes, that E note is not in the key of A flat. That's right. For those of y'all that are it's the flat six. Stuff. And then it and then it slides down to a one over five. So it, the next chord is A flat over E flat. So it's really like a you can call it you could call it a D minor six over E. That's probably the simplest way to call it. You could call it an E add thirteen sharp eleven, uh, <laughs> which I don't recommend. That's fun to say. Or you could just call it a four minor over its own third. And when he right? said
0: D minor, I think he meant D flat minor. Yes, D
2: flat. I don't know why I keep doing You're that. You're good, it's fine. Um or you could just call it a a, you know, a essentially it's a it's a four minor it's a four minor with kind of an added color note that b flat uh over its own third okay um and then and then it goes down to the a flat over e flat which is a 1 over 5 which there's kind of the gospel move that so there's always there's this added interest or power or um drama in chords that you can create by putting them over one of their own chord tones, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So every major chord, let's say, has a root, a third, and a fifth, okay? So if you're in C, C, E, G, and you want a C chord, tonally speaking, but you want it to feel a little different, you can put that C chord over an E, or you can put that C chord over a G, and it gives it a different feel, and it can serve a different purpose for the effect of you know whatever whatever you're trying to do with a song and so in this case that four minor over flat six which is what that d d flat minor over e is um going down to that one over five it really gives a sense of added momentum in the course instead of just being a repeat adds a layer of interest musically in the chorus that you wouldn't necessarily have if it just went straight back to that A-flat. You yeah. know what I mean? He could, have, he could have done this same pattern four times, but instead he does it once, then does it altered, does it altered again in a different way, and then goes back to the original pattern. That's good. Um, so never underestimate the power of putting a chord over its own third Always try it. It might not always do what you want, but if you're writing and you're like, this needs a little something, try putting that chord over its own third. I don't care if it's the one chord or some random chord, you know what I mean? Just see what happens. Uh It's a a great way to color up a chord progression. Um, And he does it twice in a row in the chorus. So he's got these you know altered... It's really just an altered bass line sort of thing, uh, but it's happening twice in the same chorus. Um, Let's see. The melody on... No one knows you like they know you. No one probably ever will. That probably ever will. It feels to me like such an Elton John yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Uh-huh. It's it's sort of a um, uh, your legend ever did. You know what I mean? From, uh, yeah. Right. It's it's got <laughs> a little good. bit of that um, thing. And I've I've heard Ben talk about you know that basically he might even talk a little bit about this with us. Like as far as his influences, you know his he's like I don't reach to have cool. Uh, you know like um, cooler influences than you it's like I yeah. like Elton John and I like you know uh, uh, Billy Joel and I like you know this like classic radio station you know these these
0: guys are my influences so I love that I feel like that's a little a little tribute if you guys think uh, he is a genius that just told that yes Rob is a genius with that explanation but let's stump him let's play mm-hmm. Stump the Genius play okay. the jingle and uh, let's play Stump the Genius All right.
1: Stump the Genius
0: Stump the Genius Stump the Genius to Stump the Genius. I take your part. part. Alright, we're gonna play Stump the Genius. Stump me. Oh man, here we go. Special stump me, edition. Baby. Special edition. Okay. Special edition. You no, know, well, you know, whatever. It's uh it's four years. Four year four, anniversary. Four so those of y'all that know how we play Stump the Genius, uh, we pick a category. Rob is the genius in this equation, wow. and we try to stump him. So uh this is one, this is one. Uh, We, uh, Rob told me last time that I'm too easy on him. So I'm gonna give him, I'm I'm gonna give him one more pop fly. Okay, I'm gonna try to open with another round of pop flies. Okay, but stick around for next week because I'm gonna stump him like you don't even know. So there's a teaser. So here we go. Um, so songs about friendship. What okay. show or movie is this from? Put thirty. Oh, wow. Put 30 seconds on the clock. Okay. I think you're going to get through four. Okay. And I think number five is going to be tough. Okay. So okay. I think you're going to have the momentum and be cruising. But the quicker you can get it and go on to the next running clock. I'm just going to go next. Can I go ahead and say Golden Girls now? We'll see. It may or may not make the cut. Okay. All right. We'll see. So show
2: or oh, wait, movie. Let me do, I'm gonna do a big hang on, a big let me find a nasty sound. What's the uh what's, the, what's the nastiest like Nope. <laughs> 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 hey, no. That's what wakes me up in the morning. Where's a good one? Do they not
0: have like buzzer?
2: Yeah, I just need like a how about
0: how about that? That annoys me more than anything else. Let's do it. Okay. So that's, when we hit that, that's the 30-second cutoff. That's right. Okay. Ready? Okay. Here we go. Wait, wait. Songs or, these are songs, TV show or movie. You just got to name name the TV show or the movie. 30 seconds. Here we go. And go. All
2: right. That's a theme from Friends. Friends. That's Toy Story. Toy Story. Am I naming the
0: song or the movie? You're doing perfect. That's Grease. That's (laughs) Grease. That's Golden Girls. That's Golden Girls. Yep. Thirteen seconds. Number five. Count
1: me through thick and thin. Charted. Oh
0: no, I have five seconds. Charted high. Oh, no, Prince of Egypt. It's not. <laughs> that is Whitney, though. That is uh, "Count on Me" from Cece Winans and Whitney Houston from "Waiting to Exhale." Man, waiting that actually, to exhale. When you said it Huge. is
2: when you said it is Whitney, my second guess would have been "Waiting to Exhale." Okay, so man. but I never heard that song. The song I Count knew on from "Waiting the, to Exhale" is the Shoop song, right? Yeah, yeah. this is the the Friends not, theme. Not Shoop. Um, not TLC. Not uh, well, right. it wasn't TLC. It was Salt Oh, and and this, Pepper. Yeah,
0: Salt and Pepper. <laughs> Whoa, that's right. I was thinking Creep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Other one sure. word thing. Creep, shoop. Sorry. It's um, all the same. Okay. Peep. Play the jingle again. <laughs> Whoa. Round two, Stump the
1: Genius. Oh, oh bonus. Here we surprise. go.
0: Surprise. Stump the Genius.
1: Stump the
0: Genius. Stump the Genius. It's time to Stump the Genius. Jump up and take your part. I take your part. Wow. All right. Iconic
2: duos. Here oh, we go. Okay. dang. Okay. First, we got to say, Iconic duo is... It might even be it's a, if 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 old friends is my favorite song On the Magic album. Iconic duo is it's just w- called Duo, 1A. but it, but this it is oh it's gr- really oh my yeah, bad it's just called Duo, but that's okay. okay.
0: It's th- let's play a little of that. This yes. is not part of the challenge, uh, but uh, this is Duo from
1: uh, the Magic album. I used to be afraid of feeling little man. I used to never wanna play a second fiddle, but that all changed when I met you. That Whisper, You make me want to go. I love that. That's a lot. Come on, like you and be Jesse, and I'll be the other. Uncle. Those are
0: who his Come two on. best lines yeah. back to back yeah. in the same song. I just want
1: to see you shine, mm-hmm. and I could be Joey. You could be Chandler. You tell the jokes, and I will straight straighten you. Maybe that was not always a plan, but so what? Mm. If you want to love that baseline, you know,
0: yes, I love you. Oh, Man. yes. That's okay. track five on the album. Quick analysis so, on that song.
2: Okay. First of all, the, the phrase iconic duo, you may not even know this. Okay. Uh, is is from a meme. Okay. Okay. that Where somebody posted a, a picture of, I can't remember originally who it was. The meme took off and I can't even remember, but I feel like it was maybe like uh, a couple of the Kardashians or like Kylie Jenner, that somebody like that. Uh-huh. And it said, name a more iconic duo. I'll wait. Okay. Uh, okay. And so it became a a, a thing of its own. Okay. Even in like I'm a I watch wrestling, uh, and so even in WWE there was a, a female tag team called the Iconics. Okay, okay. and they were like, and I, and I think they might even, yeah, they might even be been called the Iconic Duo in the like in NXT, and then they moved to WWE and they were the Iconics. Okay, it got that big. Okay, uh-huh. so then to have a song play off it. And do it so well! Oh yeah, it's great. And the song stands on its own, whether you know that it's from a meme
0: or not. Sure, you know what I mean, I didn't even okay. know it, and it's song's great.
2: And so the way the the way the hook lands, where the the O of duo becomes like a whoa, uh-huh. iconic duo whoa. Yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. The wordplay on this on that song is just fantastic. The back-to-back
0: you make me want to Garfunkel into the full house You'd be, Jesse and I'll be the other like one. Come perfection.
2: On. That is just genius off the charts. Uh, and I got to say, I don't know if you know this or not, but while you were working for two years trying to get Ben Rector to do Old Friends, I was working on Ben Rector on Twitter to try and do uh, Duo. Duo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, so, there you go. Yeah, uh,
0: but uh, well, let's uh, let's play. The you game. succeeded because you're way better at this. Uh, than game. Here we go. Okay, duo. <laughs> Step the genius. Iconic duos. Fifteen okay. seconds. Whoa. We're gonna cut it down because we're gonna fly. You're okay. gonna know these. It's just gonna be named. I'm just gonna name the first, and you're gonna name the duo. Okay. The the other the half other person. Of the duo. Okay. Fifteen seconds. Right. Annoying bark slash thing. Said okay. it. Here we go. We're gonna 15 have fifteen seconds. Seconds. All right, ready, and, and go. Cheech and... Chong. Michael Jordan and... Scotty Pippen. Bonnie and... Clyde. Batman and... uh, uh Robin. Rob Alley and... JP Mo. Boom, there we yeah. go. Killed it. Ding, 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 wow. ding, 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 ding. I, I should have grabbed the bell. Oh,
2: uh, still got time. Okay, oh, now I don't have to hear the dog. I almost said, just for fun, just because I thought I might have time for one wrong answer, <laughs> I almost said Bonnie and Buddy Guy. <laughs> Bonnie, but right, Bonnie, right, but.
0: but that's good. Yeah, uh, I don't know who Bonnie Tyler's uh, <laughs> iconic duo would be. Meatloaf, uh, yes. yes, oh, that's good. Um, hey, let's play, uh, play the jingle one more time. It's a special what episode. Is happening. Third Stump the Genius. Here we go. <laughs> it's time to Stump the Genius. I take your part. Your part. Uh, oh man. <laughs> All right, guys, this is round three of Stump the Genius. If you hate Stump the Genius, you hate this episode. So, but we love it, and this is a special four year. Uh, there you go. When you think, uh, anyway, I'm just going to jump into this one. Okay. This is going to be Is this a CCM song about friendship? Wow. Or a catchy tune with a depressing theme? What? Yeah, catchy so tune with a depressing it was a thing. thing. Okay. So you're just gonna either say CCM or okay. depression. Okay. Or whatever. Okay. All so right. This is round three <laughs> of Stump the Genius. I hope oh. you guys are oh, enjoying, gonna... doing well. CCM 30 seconds. We'll go back to the 30 seconds. Oh, you oh I'm timed. Okay, all right. Oh what, should we do time or should we do No, I'm gonna do 10 seconds. I'm gonna do 10 seconds of each. Oh, 10 seconds you of each You get 10 each. seconds of each okay. song, and then I'm gonna stop it okay. and you're gonna That's tell good. me what it is. So gonna, okay, no timer. This. Here we go. CCM Or a depressing song with a catchy theme. Here we go. All right.
2: Oh, I'm going to go depressing.
0: That is CCM. That is Friends Are Friends Forever by Michael W. Smith. I I knew that song was coming, but
2: I did not recognize (laughs) it. Okay, number two. Wow. Okay, I don't know, so I'm going to guess depressing.
0: That is another CCM song. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Moore and The Distance. Wow. friend like you. It's a great song. Wow. Anyway, okay, over 2. This is exactly how I hoped this would lead. <laughs> We're just destroying him. Number 3. I have no idea what that CCM is or depression i have no idea it's a number it one hit really this is a number one for somebody Can either in it ccm again? or in yep it, well okay I, it doesn't sound like CCM.
2: people are yelling at
0: you right now <laughs> I, help me out guys i don't know what it is what is it I, I, I. This is Pumped Up Kicks by oh, Foster the People. Wow. Super depressing song about prepping a gun for a mass Dang. shooting. Rob's 0 for 3. This is wonderful. Wow. You'll get this one. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's "Semi-Charm Life, Gag
2: Me With a Spoon. CCM or depression? <laughs> no, that's sorry, that's depression. Super depressing. That's depression. Wow, uh, yeah, okay. that makes that song makes some me some depressed. Okay, and you'll get.
1: It. Oh, in my uh, there's your comfort food. Dang,
2: let this finish.
1: Some nights I wish that my lips could build a castle. Some nights I wish they just fall off. But I still wake up. Oh man, yes. <laughs>
2: All right, that's depressing. It is. But it does not depress me at all. And that was
0: fun. Wow, that was (laughs) fun. Literally. All right. Guys, three rounds of stump the genius. Wow! So that was uh, wow. I hope you guys enjoyed. Played along. I'm sure you did better than Rob on the last <laughs> one. Um, so thanks. For really po-
2: bombed that last that, one. That's
0: okay. Everything that was going so well. I haven't so that well. badly in a while. Oh, dude! Next week it's coming. Next week it is coming. <laughs> I'm gonna so.
2: catch some. I'm gonna catch some heat for missing Pumped Up Kicks and, <laughs> and, Friends, and of Friends, Friends of Friends Forever. Forever. Come yeah, on. That's I, it's like I, that's one of those. I assumed that was gonna be on the list, uh-huh. but I, it's been. I hate that song so much Sure. <laughs> that I haven't listened to it <laughs> since they like played you, it
0: on our like high school video or not whatever. Like you pull out your cassette. And- yeah. Pop it in. No, that's not your. Uh, oh man! I, random note here. Um, I actually, um, those I mentioned before, but I work for Enterprise, and while I was typing these notes, I got a call from a customer, and I was talking about some things. I guess I replaced on this car replaced USB model, replaced controller module, nude radio in here. So I just put this random car note <laughs> in the middle of my handwritten notes. You that's know? funny. So I just noticed that. I was like, "Why is this on here? <laughs> like, what does USB model have to do with anyway?" So there maybe you're.
2: you were talking about ben rector's latest song range rover there we go maybe it was kind of tied good, to range good Rover. good tie in there yeah. which is a brilliant song if oh, you haven't heard great, Range great rover yes listening. it's like it's like the uh sort of the, the it's like the cheekiest that he gets on magic cranked up another level uh to to range rover it's really it's really fun
0: we uh i was telling i kind of hinted at it and i was talking to rob earlier that i saw ben rector this week as we record the episode yeah. not as we drop it um, before the USA Canada soccer game and concert, and it was fantastic. So, is that your first time seeing him? First time seeing him, and his supporting band was great. Um, so got to talk with him afterwards and everything. So, um, but yeah, really, really enjoyed that. That's awesome. Uh, I want to say,
2: shouts out to uh, Zeke Tucker, who is the biggest Ben Rector fan that I know. I have okay. several friends who are bigger, uh, who are huge um, Ben Rector fans. But Zeke Tucker, one of my dear friends, is the biggest Ben Rector uh, fan that I know. So I know that he's freaking out about this episode that we got to talk to Ben. Because uh, he's the guy, like, like when his wife wanted to do a big surprise for him, she ran him off to a Ben Rector concert. That's pretty surprise. cool. It was the, that that kind of thing, you know what I mean? So
0: I uh, got to uh, experience it with two of my old friends.
1: So oh, that's kind of cool. I got to go with uh,
0: Alf, uh, Quinn, and Brennan. So. He, you know, he... he um,
2: he writes the kind of music that it just, it just makes you want to like, Hug people, Garfunkel. You know, yeah. it makes me want to Garfunkel. Yeah, he, like his music, Ben Rector's music makes you love the people around you more. That's good. You know? That's good. It brings out the sense of affection where I just look, like look at whoever's around so. and go, "Man, you know what? I really love you." Yeah, you know, I, I love you guys. He like,
0: can write a sad song too, though. Yeah, sure. So, oh yeah,
2: he can I, I, get I, you, dude. There's a like the 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 men that uh, drive me places. Oh, dude, I was gonna talk are, about that.
0: He told the story before. That's how he ended his like set before he did his encore. Oh, which wow. He did, and it was, <laughs> but he prepped it with like, "I'm gonna come back." do an encore it was, okay. uh, it was really good yeah. so it's not i'm not gonna leave you with this <laughs> but the story that's it i mean do we want to hear us i don't know it might yeah, be no, let's, let's, keep, let's keep say up that one and, and keep it going but, but if
2: you want a good if you want to tear up real good just go that's listen what. to the men that drive me places and
0: he uh, he did a song live there from his 2010 project Into the morning which that's probably his least known album hmm. um it's the 2010 ben rector project um it's called Into of the morning he did uh when a heart breaks and yeah. the way he says the word doubt is I'd love the way he enunciates. So yeah. listen to the way he just says doubt. Okay. It's awesome. So when you're listening back through it. So anyway.
2: Uh let's see. One more note on this song how it actually came about. Um it was actually inspired after a conversation between he and his mother. They were on the phone and his mom used that phrase, well, you know, they say you can't make old friends. And they hung up and he goes, Well
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: Thanks mom. Yeah, and he's and he's and so he he said that basically these memories Start flooding in, and so he just starts writing stuff down. You know, I can still find Wiley's house, you know, and that's like, great, you know, all, all this stuff. Um, so, um, and it, watch
0: this video, it's oh, so cool talk about the video. Okay, so the video is rec- actually, we talk with him, I think, yes, about the video. We do. Yeah, yeah, so hang around and listen to us talk with Ben about the video. Yeah, it's, so it's in part of the interview, so great, and it, it fits the song so well. It's, I, it's just
2: absolutely perfect. Absolutely okay.
0: perfect. Um, I do want to before I don't know what you have left before the interview portion, but I do want to talk since we hinted at the band. I do want to at least name the members of the band that let's played on this project. Let's meet them. Okay.
1: Hey, let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey mama, let's meet the band. Let's
0: So on bass on this album, two different bass players. Kevin McIntyre, who I've talked with Rob, I am a huge fan of. Yeah. We've, I've seen him. We talked about him on, on other episodes before. We were going to talk about him with other interviews that are coming up. Yeah. Um, so Kevin McIntyre and John Fields both played bass on this project. Um, two of my, my two of my favorites. Um, Aaron Sterling on drums. Guitar, Tawny Hoffer, and Corey Wong. We're both big Corey guys. Yeah. So those of y'all that haven't looked up Corey stuff. Watch it, Dude, listen to it. He's on everything. Corey Wong everywhere. is on top
2: of the world. He's right amazing. Now. Like, for so- a certain subset of music fans, he is hitting every little. Thing. Yeah. he's done stuff. He's, he he did an album with Boss Skags just for fun. He did an album with Dirty Loop. Dirty Loops, like, his stuff lately is all
0: oh, yeah. Man, and everything. and
2: his and his Corey stuff. Corey in the
0: Wong Corey notes. Corey in the Wong
2: notes. Please watch that. He's killing it on the Wong notes podcast. Yeah, everything is just clicking for Corey Wong right yeah. now. Not
0: to mention freaking Wolfpack and yeah. you know what I mean
2: fearless flyers. It, it, like seriously, Co- Corey Wong's on top of he the He does
0: more with a strat than most people can do with anything. That's else. right, and a clean
2: strat. Yeah, it's, he
0: will freaking kill. Your face with a clean strat. That's right. It's like my eyes are melting from no effect.
2: It's wild. Seriously. He just came out with a. He might be the only person in history to get a signature strat just playing clean. You know that's what I mean? Tr- that's good. Not as a lead player. Yeah. Like he's a not, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he's not a shredder. No. He doesn't, whatever. He plays like funky. Clink.
0: Yeah. And it just
2: murders,
0: uh-huh. dude. And his, by the way. I'm going to enunciate one note out of this chord. Yeah. yeah. With the way I, and yeah. he's wonderful, it's
2: f- so good, dude. And he's, I mean, obviously, he's got riffs, and so he's a phenomenal player. People have so stank tasteful.
0: face. He's got happy face. Yeah, like he, he makes you smile, yeah. and he's smiling. He yeah. loves. it. It's great, Corey. Yeah, Wong. Great, huge fan. And his his.
2: By the way, Corey, if you're listening, I know you're listening. Uh, first of all, we need a chat. Second of all, your your signature strat is gorgeous.
0: <laughs> Go ahead and send us each one. <laughs> Absolutely <complimentary>. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fender, worse. if you're listening. Yeah, we know you're our next sponsor, Fender. Go ahead yeah. and send us those. Up uh, and Ben uh, plays drums, bass, keys. Guitar, he's a regular Lenny Kravitz, Prince, yeah. Rob Alley prototype. Sure. Do it all. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
2: I've taught him well. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he Ben has done lots of touring uh, with friends of the show, Dave Barnes, Five for Fighting, Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors, um, and ton tons of others. Um, he, he did the, uh, what was it called? the uh, He's done the Three Amigos tour. Uh, he was supposed to do the Old Friends tour, acoustic tour, yeah. with, uh, Cody Fry with Cody Fry in
0: 2020. They've rescheduled it. They're now doing some dates in 2021. And I told um, you, I told Rob before, and you guys, make sure you go watch the acoustic version of him and Cody doing this song. Mm. It's awesome. So check it out. Yeah. Um, his self-titled EP
2: uh, produced the track Conversations. Uh, which won the 2006 John Lennon Songwriting Contest for Pop Music, making Ben at the time the youngest person ever to win the pop category for songwriting. He's just all, he's been he's just been doing it. He started doing it in college and was like, "Hey, I'm okay at this," you know. Yeah. And started started traveling and um, you know just doing regional stuff, self producing his his first stuff, and then uh, it took a while for him to actually like. Um, you know buy into the idea of of getting on a label he stayed independent for a long time and then um and then label time came and and then brand new took off you know what I mean, and so now he's you know whatever he's he's huge a huge, huge he was a, he was a mentor on American Idol last season if that tells you anything yeah. like his his status at this point so why he why he sat down with us is beyond me
0: but huge uh, thanks well it's a good chance thanks to Greg Ladderman for getting us hooked up with him so thank yes. you Greg appreciate it I absolutely know, uh, Greg and uh, we synced up the first time after the John Androsic interview yeah. and since uh, that thank you Greg for your your help with that absolutely um, I want to
2: talk a little bit. About just sentimental songs.
0: Yeah, let's do um,
2: it. Before we, and then we'll talk a little bit about the album and then we're going to talk to Ben. Okay. okay. Um, so I just uh, just looked for a good list of like sentimental songs okay. that I feel like are sort of in the same class sentimentally, not, not, in, not, not that say the same things as this, you know what I mean? Not mm. like friendship songs necessarily. Just but sentimental. Just, these are, these are songs that come close to the sentimental value okay. of whatever they're about that this song does, okay? Um, and, and I'm not even saying I like all these songs, okay? I'm just saying
0: they're there. How many are there? I was going to... Eh, 10 Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like, if I go like it, don't like it, like Yeah. It. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. That's good. Okay. You're still the one, Shania Twain. I like it, but I don't like my... I, I got a hot take that I'm saving okay. about... A, Shania
2: Twain thing. Okay. That it's right. it's
0: number two on my hottest of takes. I have in my back wow. pocket.
2: All right. Next time we sync up with Dave Barnes, we're gonna re- I'm using unleash it. some of these hot takes. Okay. All right. Uh, she loves exclamation points. She by does. the way, she, listen to our, our Brian Adams episode if you want right. to talk about how much. Uh, if you want to hear us talk about how much Shania Twain loves exclamation oh. points. Uh, hello, Lionel Richie.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, yeah, come it's on.
2: That's uh, wonderful <laughs> tonight. Eric Clapton. Good. Yeah. yeah. You love it. Uh, open arms. Love Journey. It. Journey. Yes. Anything Stand by me, Benny King. Yes. Love it. My heart will go on. Hate it. Celine Dion. That's right uh can't smile without you uh I know barry. barry come on, come on. Fanalo, fanalo right here over here um how about a couple of a uh, couple of uh how about if you leave me now okay chicago yeah Chicago. Yeah. that's a great that's good, one yeah uh this one might be the most the most sentimental on this list this okay. one approaches old friends okay. level how about against all odds oh yeah <laughs> oh gracious that's got and also features a one over five chord Take a look at me now. That's a one over five. What's the second chord?
0: It's a a two Two major over five.
2: Two major over five. What even is that exactly? But
0: that's what it is. Um, (laughs) Okay. When you hear "Against All Odds" album cover, do you think of the couple from the movie on the beach, or do you think of Phil Collins' face? Any Phil Collins album cover, I think of his face.
2: I can't even tell his albums apart because they all look the same. (laughs) Just all his face. Uh, Okay. um, How about "It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday"? Oh yeah, boys to men. Come on, we
0: we don't even need instruments. Whoever out there is listening. It, get, that get, is
2: connected to boys to man. Get us a boy. We want a boy to man. In, in, Anyone? Anyway. Sean? <laughs> yeah. Come we on. We don't care. Let's get, yeah. Okay. uh That sounded like you, that sounded like you were saying Sean was like the least. You know? No. What I mean? like, not no, We'll no. take any of them, uh, even Sean. Uh, no. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Okay. Two more. Uh, how about we've only just begun? Okay. All right. Yeah. Carpenters. Yep. And then uh Eternal Flame by the band. Okay. That's good, is, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We, yeah, these
2: th- these are the class, that's right? Good, that's like good. if you made just an all-sentimental all the time playlist uh-huh. with those songs and this one uh yeah. and actually honestly there's several songs on this album that you could, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um let's let's talk about a few let's of them. Let's talk about the album. Yep. Just a few. I just want to hit a few highlights, Yeah, kind of
0: kind of go a little bit in order at the beginning because yeah. 1 through 6 um all in on everything yeah
2: okay so here's Extraordinary Magic starts off beautiful it's not your typical album opener no. right whenever an album starts off like this I think okay this album is going to be a work uh-huh. you know what I mean if this is not just an album this, this album has some thought behind it yep. and you've got something to say and you're not blowing everything right away yeah. you're not trying to give me the best track at number one right. just you're, to you're make not, me go oh this is going to be a great album be, yeah, like, fun. Y- you're just going so just listen straight off the bat come on And hear the pedal of the piano. Just, that's extraordinary magic. It's, okay. strange
0: as um, it's Into just, my second. This is my favorite Ben Rector song. Track two. All of yours is my favorite Ben Rector song. <laughs> it's number one for me. It's huge. Come on. That's just pop goodness oh, right there. I love dude. it. I love the way the guitar solo is a JP guitar solo because yes. it's a, the melody at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Play the guitar solo. Skip okay. to the end just Let's for me. Oh.
1: In the penthouse is huge yeah dude well, this, this melody this hit right here oh, Heart out, 1985,
0: Chicago. Right. Boy, get you
1: some. Love
0: it, love it. Heck
2: yeah, oh man, yes. All right, then you got Drive. Which kind of hits me the same way um, as. Um
0: brand new? That's brand new, yeah. From it's, a it's a fist pumping, crowd jumping apartment.
1: Yeah. And
0: the song really drives, right?
2: Yeah.
1: This is this what is he not, opened
0: with the other day.
2: This is not a halftime. No. This, is, this drive, is drive, 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 drive.
1: Portland, Austin,
2: so listen to the way this chorus hits. Where, he, the, in other words, the hook is just the word drive, okay? And it doesn't even grammatically land correctly. He doesn't say extra words to set it up, but it
0: totally gets the point across. Listen. I love the patience right here. like Yeah.
2: Come on, come on. It's oh, so good. Yes, yes, All right, track four is Old Friends. I think we've safely we've covered that one. We'll we talked it. about Duo. Track five is
0: Duo, okay.
2: Kids. Uh, track play, six play is Kids. kids. Play
0: a Little Kids. is another one with great drive and pulse without any drums until yeah. after the first chorus. Yeah. yeah. Lots of great, like, pulsy synths and stuff on this
2: record. I mean, you kind of expect that when he's holding a Juno in his yeah. arms on the, on the album cover. I love that cover. cover.
1: Yeah.
3: Right there, out of afraid.
1: We were kids back then, thinking we would live forever. We were kids back then. We were wild and free, taking all the world together. We were kids back then. That's how we're always gonna be. You uh, can hear
2: some Corey Wong in there. That's it. A- good, good, good. Okay, all right, uh, let's see. Let Pick me just some hit- other highlights. Yeah, yeah, I'll just go, I'm not gonna go every track, but let me just hit some highlights. Uh, oh. sometimes, yeah. dude, sometimes might be one of the best songs I've ever heard. <laughs> let's hit the chorus of this. There's this old Garth Brooks song called, um, called, hold on, I'm trying to pull this out of my brain. I think it was on the Chase album. Yeah. Um, and uh, what is it called? Uh, every now and then, okay. yes, I do think about you every now and then. Yeah, and I have just always thought, what a great song! And what a what a it, it's this song about like just being able to admit that hey, it didn't work out between us, but sometimes I still think about you. Yeah, this is that same kind of thing uh-huh. in a modern pop yeah, way, it's and it's so good, dude. Listen to this.
0: That's when you get the message that's like, you, you did call. Me, it's okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crying at night. I just think of you sometimes. Ah. Uh, Dude.
2: <laughs> I mean, come, you don't write better songs than that. Vin yeah, Rector, you are the man. You know? Yeah, it, it's just uh wherever you are, it is just a song to freaking sing to your kids. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's can I can't even, I don't even know if I can listen to it right now. I'll probably just cry. Um but let's hit boxes though. Okay, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I love this.
2: This is one of the this is one of my favorite song conceits that I've ever heard. This is such an original idea. Uh-huh. Um and I'll just play a little bit of it from from, from the top.
1: I found boxes of first CDs. This is great. Trying to get my office clean. Took ten years of folks giving them to me till I sat down. And I saw hesitant poses and torn up jeans. In cover photos, friends took for free. For the six minute songs and all their lifelong dreams, the world turned down. They're just dreaming up some life out on the road. Oh. Now, I dream about the day that I'll be home. I've long forgotten how it feels to chase a dream. Thank God for boxes, the first scene.
0: And I've got a collection, yeah. dude, yeah. at my job. I was telling Rob, I have people that I've got, I've got, I've probably got 50 to 100 that I could just pull out. Yeah. Like people that have, I'm in the, we work, I work out of the Nashville market. Yeah. And music always comes up in conversation with customers. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times somebody's like, oh, here, have a copy of my CD. Yeah. Tell me what you think. Yeah. And I've
2: got so many. So many, dude. Uh, you You could start an indie record label like that right now yeah. with just the people who come into your office uh and i i 've kind of been on both sides of this song i 've been the guy handing out. The CDs to uh-huh. like you know what I mean dude if so and so if they would just listen to it once uh-huh. you know what I mean I know it would be such a huge thing for us that kind of thing and then I've been where like I'm traveling with a band or whatever and and you have a kid walk up and be like dude here's my you know here's uh-huh. my EP I made it in my maybe my basement yeah you know what I mean Tell me what you think. And, yeah <clears throat> and so it's just a great song you know I'm a I'm a sucker for songs about the industry I'm a sucker yeah, for songs absolutely. about songs all that kind of stuff so this is great it's in awesome. the second verse he's talking about Joy Williams and uh, how, you yeah. know there's some great great lines in there. So I, I just think, I love that song. It's one of my favorite, such a fresh idea that, good. like, I don't feel like that song's ever been written before. Yeah. It might, somebody might have got there first, but I've certainly never yeah, it's, whiffed it's it, yeah. uh, gotten gotten even close. So I just love that so much. Great album, magic. Uh, it just, just fantastic album.
0: Thank you guys for four years of this. It's four been ma- magical. The, like,
2: imagine what was going on four years ago no covid that was happening when we started this podcast whatever your favorite memory is from 2017 that's right that's that's what was going on when we started this show um so
0: thanks guys for joining us on this voyage Um, and enjoy our time with ben we sure did yeah you're gonna hear how much we geek out um, and stick around at the end, and we'll uh, we'll say say our goodbyes.
2: That's right. So uh, in the meantime, go follow us on all the socials: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Great Song uh, And if you want to have some extra fun, you can go to our Facebook group. Uh, face. <laughs> Face space. Face as a, songs. As a, yes. as a, yeah. Great songs. We've been doing this four years. Great songs and the great people who love them greatly is the name of the I think we group. we did this before
0: we bought it. I was like, <laughs> or, face space and the faces yeah. who space them greatly. That's
2: right. <laughs> or, you can, uh, or you can just go to myspace.org uh, and uh, go to Friendster uh, and whatever. I don't know. Uh, Mavis Beacon Teaches Typing dot com <laughs> slash Great Song pod. Um, You can just go to Facebook dot com slash groups slash Great song pod if you want to get there directly. If you want to go the extra mile and be a part of helping us produce the show, you can do that by supporting us on Patreon. That's Patreon, P A T R E O N dot com slash Great song pod if you want to keep this show on the air for another four years. Uh, we appreciate everyone's support, whether you listen, share, or support in any way at all. We appreciate it so much. We are most grateful for every set of earballs that we get to put our mouths in. Um, (laughs) No. Erase that. Nope. Uh, (laughs) We're going to talk to Ben Rector, and we'll be back on the other side to tuck you in. This is The Great Song Podcast. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, as promised, the man, the myth, the legend, Ben Rector joins us on The Great Song Podcast. Ben, thank you so much for being with us today, man. Thanks for having me, man. You sound like a, JP said a thousand
0: dollars. I I think I would go more. <laughs>
3: like i would a, go even more than
2: twelve
0: hundred dollars. <laughs> you sound,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you sound I, like twelve hundred. I, I sound I sound like an SM seven yeah. into an Apollo. There I don't you know go. how money yeah, that is. Well, that's this, what is probably like twelve hundred dollars. It? Yeah, it's that's true. Well, you know,
2: but. right about on it. Nailed it, JP. <laughs> Nailed it. That's gonna be my, the. I want to just give that compliment to random people and tell them what, see what kind of reaction that
0: gets. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> you like like twelve hundred. Wife,
2: wife comes out with like the Easter dress, and you are like, babe, babe you look
0: you like twelve hundred. Like, you look like twelve thirty two tonight, babe. You are looking sharp. Uh, that's awesome.
3: That's, good. that's a lot. That's
0: a lot of money. You know what? It is. Guys, this um, has been great. Thanks yeah, for coming. Right. We appreciate we'll
2: it. Be- <laughs> yeah, this is good. Uh Okay, let's start with this. I, I found this funny in-, in doing some research on the on the Magic album, that uh the Magic album debuted mm-hmm. at number one on the Americana slash folk albums chart. Um, Is that something that you would have ever imagined before <laughs> the album that you're literally jumping around holding a Roland Juno on the cover?
3: <laughs> yeah, so I'll... I- i'll shoot totally straight i don't understand really how all of that works i imagine you just like put like tags on the album or something i am sure that was done by the people that i work with to try to achieve a high chart position and i'm sure that the other not other it's not an americana album i'm sure that americana people were like dang it um (laughs) but i don't know so uh i you know and honestly the chart stuff has been weird because once it kind of morphed more over into streaming, it's just hard to really tell like what any of that, hard to project that. Whereas, you know, before the advent of streaming, it was more, and there was a little, you could like bundle. I never did this, but some people could like bundle albums with tickets and whatever. Mm -hmm. But then it was pretty, It was at least more cut and dry, where it's basically like you sold this many records. That's how many it is. And with streaming, it's just kind of all upside down. So any chart stuff to me now is surprising and a mystery. So, I'm I'm I feel simultaneously proud of being uh number one, and also I feel bad because I'm sure there's some guy who had like a mandolin and was just like, "What the heck, man!" Yeah. I'm just like, "I'm sorry, dude. This is not my call." So.
2: some some people in like straw hats that yeah, were very upset. That day. I know. Like-
0: God, yeah. what the heck rector serious so nothing yeah. says americana yeah. like south tulsa which is where you're That's, from yeah. so we That's spend cool. one we i've never been to south tulsa don't think rob's ever mm. been to south my Tulsa. my
2: love's in tulsa and she knows my love's in tulsa Boom. And she knows i'm gonna go <laughs> <And> <laughs> ain't no woman's flesh and blood though
0: <laughs> we spend one night in tulsa what's one yeah. thing we have to do in south tulsa well one restaurant gonna... one something
3: Okay, this is this is going to sound like a cop out, but I think the the biggest thing Oklahoma has going for it is the people. So I would just say like walk around and talk to some people, the friendliest, just like most humble people out there. If you were going to, I mean South Tulsa is pretty suburban. If you were like I want to go to a cool restaurant, you would probably want to go to Midtown. I would suggest going to Brady Tavern. But if you wanted to stay in South Tulsa, there's a restaurant called how oh, was it? Red Rock Canyon, I think. That's very good. That's going to be our next
0: sponsor, so we want to make sure that we...
3: (laughs) It's, it's, it's delicious, but I mean, if you're if you're really going to go to Tulsa, you should just like meet some of the people. That's I'd say that's the most unique thing about Oklahoma.
0: The uh, that ties me. Okay, I was going to talk about this later, but since you wandering the streets, meeting random people, I gotta talk about <laughs> the hitting the streets with something like this is one of my favorite yep. thing ever from 2011. Nobody knows who you are, so you do that. You do that same thing today. Ten years later, do you think you get better reception?
3: Well, okay, so. We did, and I'm trying to, I, I don't remember the years. We did one, I think something like this was the first one. And then we did another one on a later record. And we kind of, I mean, like we were trying to avoid people who I thought might be like, oh, I know who you are. Yeah. And there were a couple people on the later one that were like, I know who you are. Um, but I think if I did it now, I mean, if it was just like rant, like DMV, like walking in the DMV, <laughs> how many people are going to know me there? It's like not a lot. But like, I, th- I mean, if you walked up to like, A person between i don't know 20 and 35 odds are good i'm not i'm not like oh yeah they'd know but i mean like (laughs) your chances go up if a few years ago enough people we edited out some people were like i know you are i i I think so true you know dmv nobody (laughs) super small chance but like someone who's coming to visit nashville and is like in That age range, I'd be like, I don't know, it might happen, but I, it's not, it's really hard to say, it, so I don't know. It might depend, Pro- probably, probably better odds than something like this, but not not great odds still.
2: <laughs> might depend on uh, with or without mustache, with, yeah. Also, the, as the well. mustache power
0: <laughs> for the, they can't hear or see you because this is an audio <laughs> if only. If they can't hear you, we have a problem. If they can't hear you, we've done yeah. something wrong with the record button, but they can't see you. Uh, you don't have the uh, Mario mustache power
1: that's was going on, you know, was-
3: and that, so that that was I'll be interested to see if that ever comes back. I kind of liked it because it was just a goofy thing that I could do. And I felt like it helped me a little bit feel like a character because if, if I was left to my own device, so like in COVID when there was nothing going on, I bought like the same outfit. I bought like four or five of the same shirts and then four or five of the same like crew neck sweatshirts. And I wore those every day. I looked like not a cool guy and it was great. And so th- <laughs> it's always a difficult thing for me as a musician that I'm supposed to like embody uh coolness and be like, I'm so unique right. and whatever. And so like <laughs> the mustache was great because I could still dress kind of normal, but like I think people were immediately like, what's the deal with that guy? Because when I if I don't have a mustache. And I dress normal. People are like, I'll tell you what the deal with that guy is. He's an accountant, full stop. And so I like that it was a little bit like I popped onto a few, you know, Zooms or interviews during the pandemic and people were like, whoa, you don't see that every day. And it's like, you don't. But uh, I didn't know that those pictures, the press pictures would be used for so many things. Had I known, I might have shaved the mustache. But we'll see. Maybe, maybe by the time this comes out, it'll be back. Maybe be not. A mystery. I don't know.
2: Uh, I, so you talked yes. about kind of getting a character, and I wanted to ask you about. We'll lead in it to it with a general question about uh, Newey Lewis and the Hughes. Um, sort of what was the <laughs> what was the inspiration for you to be like? Yeah, I'm gonna do a Huey Lewis EP, uh, and I'm gonna play everything <laughs> myself. And I'm gonna like dress different in the studio so two part question what's the inspiration why yeah. uh, and and you know why to to play everything yourself and then secondarily, were all your outfits uh indicators of different characters that you were playing
3: <laughs> uh I love that you know about new Lewis and the Hughes honestly man that was just like a it was a fun kind of like I don't remember what the impetus was for that. I just think I wanted to do something fun and creative, but then it kind of built off itself and it was like, Oh, well, what if I like, cause I think I was like, it'd be fun to go into the studio and try to play all the instruments for some songs I like. And then I was like, well, what if I did Huey Lewis? Cause he's kind of like a good marriage of like really good and like kind of recognizable, but like kitschy enough to where it's like, that's kind of weird. And then I was like, you know, what could I call it? That would be funny new listen the hues i could get different <laughs> colored shirts you know it just kind of built off of itself but i think the original idea was just because it sounded fun i was like i have some time this sounds like a fun thing to do and maybe i was like i did that in oklahoma with my friend chad copeland who i've done a bunch of stuff with so if i had to bet i bet i was like gonna go there and record anyways and i was like i'll like spend a day or two of those days doing this other thing but it was it's not any more complicated and i was just like that sounds fun and i That that was it, but it really was fun. Did you take on
2: certain different personalities? Like I know some sometimes hat was backwards or like shirt. You know, obviously shirts a different color, different. Did you did that put you in a different spot? You're like, dude, this bass guy, he's got a real attitude or whatever.
3: Um, I I didn't think all the way through it. There, I do remember that hat was uh, Chad's friend and also it's another guy that produces out of that studio named Jared Evans, and I think it was his hat. And I don't know what the deal with the glasses or, you know, those are my sunglasses. So I think I, I realized that, I mean, that was super last minute. I was like changing <laughs> shirts and I was like, this is, I needs to be a little more of a difference than just a different shirt. Cause otherwise it's not going to work. I didn't get into different characters. I really, that really was like, it was a little harder than I expected to uh, get the video footage and the audio at the same time. That was the first time we'd ever done that. And if I could do it again, it'd probably be more uh, streamlined. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, we didn't get the shot of me doing the tambourine. Like, what color shirt was I wearing? Like, There's a lot of that. You got to have uh, a a continuity consultant on on set. I felt bad for Jeff, who filmed it. He was just like, oh, man. So (laughs) So
0: there are parts of these where we just kind of rapid-fire things that we love about our guests. So if you'll give me like 30 to 45 seconds to a minute, I'm just like, I love this and this and blah, 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 blah. So it's just going to hit you in the face. I should
2: have mentioned – Honestly, I should have mentioned, we, have, we used to be like this. We didn't used to do a lot of interviews, and now we do them regularly. But still, occasionally, mm-hmm. we talk to somebody that's like, uh, you know, we go into the the Chris Farley, Paul McCartney <laughs> yeah. interview mode where it's just like, dude, you remember when you were in the Beatles? That
1: was awesome. <laughs>
0: that, was, that was so tight. So
3: like, <laughs> This awesome. is our
0: geek out moment. Yeah. So just be patient. You can take oh, a nap man. or, awesome. uh, you know,
3: just take a pause. I'll, ju- I'll just take yeah. the headphones off so I don't feel... So just want to build you, you up a just little, I just want to keep man. it in yes. the screen. Yeah. Uh, you're
0: dueling pianos with John McLaughlin, okay. Fan of the show, or a friend, of the yeah, show, friend of the show, John, uh, on Beautiful Disaster and Brand New. That's magic. Um, pardon the pun. Ah. That wasn't a, wasn't a pun. I just actually wrote the word magic but, um, down here. <laughs> On my notes, well covers played. of I want to dance with somebody, is so good. I do have a tie-in Thank to you. a video with a question. In the beautiful vid, uh, okay. the beautiful video, you're doing. Uh, you play ping pong on your knees and on your back. How do you rank as a ping pong player? I, I, are you? Uh, I would say okay, pretty, pretty strong.
3: I'd say this, and it's directly related to how much ping pong I've been playing. So, like, I would say uh, I'm the kind of good that's like if you play a little bit of ping pong. And you're like, yeah, like there's a period of my life where I like played a little ping pong. You would probably be like, to me, you're pretty decent at ping pong. If at any point you were serious about ping pong and you were like, no, like I really did this. You would just beat me really badly. And that's until you run into one of those people, you're like, maybe I'm kind of good at ping pong. And then you meet somebody. (laughs) I, I, I played with a guy who's like, I don't know if he like competed or whatever and it's just like when someone's like proper good you're just like oh dude i'm i'm not good at all but if it's like somebody it's like yeah like i played a little bit i could hang so i if i if if i had to give myself a handicap like golf handicap style i'd be like a seven
0: okay Okay. that's good that's respectable fair
3: but like as soon as someone's like i played golf in college it's like i'm not going to win one hole not even one (laughs)
0: Same same video. How many takes of the Basketball Dude Perfect shot did it take for you to make that amazing shot? Or was that one shot, one kill? Do you remember?
3: Um, I mean, if it happened, it was probably one shot, one kill. Look at
0: that. Wow. Um, same thing with the Magic short film, the Frisbee and the trash can
3: shot? That was a couple. That was a couple. Okay. We So we... uh, That was a couple. But it's not like... It, it's not like an hour. Like a, You're sitting there. No, it? no. It was like, I bet... So if I'm if I am remembering this right, the short film had like a, one of them I skipped into a trash yes, can. That's the that one I'm was talking like about. that was like the second or third try. And then the one that was really far to the end of the auditorium, that was probably like eight tries. Hey, that's still,
0: that's, that's, pretty... that's still above a 7 on ping pong. So that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> that's I always
2: yeah. wonder when I'm watching like Dude Perfect and I've got a couple kids at this point who are like obsessed with Dude Perfect, so they watch it all the right. time. And i go, "How many how many times did it take to get that? And they they have to have the same energy every time. That's probably harder than making the shots is them being like yeah every single yeah, I,
3: I my and I I don't I don't know those guys, but I feel like people who do that kind of stuff, it's like a mix of they're actually really good at that because they're naturally good at it and then that's like what they do and they're also pretty good at like being excited when it happens. Yeah. But I feel like everyone's like that probably took a trillion tries. It's like I mean they're essentially professionals at trick shots, so like it might have taken them like seven tries <laughs> yeah. it may, maybe it was a hundred, but I feel like it's equally like they're really good at that, and they're also good at being like
1: unbelievable
2: <laughs> <laughs> let's put you in the middle of a let's put you in the middle of a mall. Or a hospital somewhere where there's just a random piano. Okay, those okay. are um, different
0: settings. Yeah, <laughs> yes. and it things. might
2: change. Might change the answer. But I just remember <laughs> when I was a kid, there used to be a piano at the mall, in yeah. just yeah. in the corridor, and nobody yep. ever played it or anything like that. But um, mm-hmm. but if you if you just come upon a random piano in the desert and mm-hmm. you sit down, what's the first thing you play? Just sitting down at a random piano,
3: I probably just I probably just noodle around a little bit. I should say caveat to this question. Um it doesn't, it probably doesn't seem like it, but I actually don't love performing. And so like, if I'm not, if I don't have to, like the last time I performed in just like a setting that wasn't like, hey Ben, you have to perform is like, never, I don't know, like college or something. So like, literally I would almost, if it was like, yo dude, there's a piano, there's a piano in the Charlotte airport. It's like, dude, go play some songs. I would be like, I would never do that. But if it was like, what do I play just sit down and noodle. I bet I've got like three or four things that would be just like little things that I would sit down and play, but I wouldn't be like, I'm going to play a song. It's just kind of like, when you pick up a guitar, there's like
0: you've got your riff that you're comfortable with.
3: Like, yeah, there's like three things that you're like, oh, this is the start of something, and yep. then I'd probably just noodle around for a while. Yeah.
2: Do you, like you sit down at, let's say you're at soundcheck then for a venue. Yep.
3: Do you have a pet mm-hmm. chord that
2: you always like start? Like if I sit down at a piano and I need to know what it sounds like, I'm playing a C minor seven with a little added eleven, maybe a little added okay. nine in there. So like, what's do you have something like that?
3: I think I probably have more something like that, like checking a microphone, okay. like a a guitar or a piano, like. I don't know if I always do the same thing. And the, honestly, I don't even know exactly what I do with a microphone because it's so like, uh, let me think about what I would it's do. It's just muscle memory. I'd be like, like, Hey, Hey, check one, two. Hey, 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 Hey. Cause I'm trying to get a little bit of the like, Oh, uh, and a little bit of the, like a little higher. And then when I'm, I do a weird thing that I didn't realize I do, but when I'm dialing in reverb, I always make like a t- sound because yeah. it, when you do your voice, you hear a lot of the space. You hear a lot of the mids of the reverb, and you it's like, oh. And when it, yeah, that's like a more of a, like a sibilant sound, and you can understand the character of the reverb like immediately. So I do those things when I check a microphone always, mm. and it's easier like to sense. You sound like twelve hundred dollars,
0: man. Sounds good. Good mic. There
3: you go. It's e- but it's easier, especially <laughs> with like effects. It's easier to get an understanding of what the effects are doing if you're tweaking them. Like, give me a dB more, or, make it a little longer. Like you can hear that better with like a sibilant sound than you can just like talking so i do those, Man, those a- i do that the same every time piano i probably just like mess around
2: nice that's a pro tip for some listeners out there I, for when you're trying to get your headphone mix and all that stuff there's a that's a real
3: that's some serious yeah, if, uh
2: something you could walk away with
3: Yeah. real talk though if you're di- if you're in reverb just like that and you'll hear all the character immediately
2: boom be a be a hi-hat um yeah, that's right Let's see here. Okay, on your while we're talking live music here, uh mm-hmm. on your live album. <laughs> on your live album, <laughs> at one point you straight up told the audience to stop clapping when the drummer isn't playing. Um <laughs> And if if I you're didn't. listening out there, you got to go listen to the to the to the uh magic the the tour album. Um to, f- to fully get it, but you were basically like, listen, you guys are going to screw this up. You're you're not going to – you're going to go too, <laughs> too fast. Mess. We got a good thing going here. Let me just be honest about this. Was that liberating for you to just be able to like – just hang on, guys. Uh,
3: you, I think – so I actually just listened to that because we're going to play like an outdoor full band show for the first time in a million years. And so I'm relearning. I'm sure if someone follows me on Spotify, they're like, why are you listening to your own live recordings? Because like, I <laughs> – have to remember them but i listened to that and i don't remember what show that was but i do remember it was like a good we had a it was just like a good vibe and i felt like that would be a. Uh, I hope it i mean in the room i think it came off like funny but yeah. i wasn't like stop clapping but it's it is funny because there's like most people are only in an audience you know i don't know how many times but if you're if you perform in front of audiences all the time it's like you they do the same groups of people do the exact same thing all the time yeah it's funny because i think everyone's like when they when they clap and there aren't instruments playing they're probably like we're really getting into this And i want to be like just so you know (laughs) you should never do that because a group of people that if you tempo mapped it it's like a ski jump every time and so like we're like ah so i i just i just wanted to share a little knowledge with them because they might be like oh Good to know. Like it's not not helpful when we yeah. do that. But uh I hope I hope they took it as a as a some kind of It feedback. transitioned it was, well. It was yeah, it, okay, it translated good. well. It's good. It's Great. like
2: the little I see the little the more you know rainbow with the star. Exactly. I mean? that,
3: that that's exactly what I want it to be. Just yeah. like, oh, like you there's no way you would know this until you had been on the other end of this a lot of times. It's just like that actually that doesn't that's not it's not helpful. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Since we're talking live shows, I have things that I want to tie in, in relation to the live show. Um, I saw the uh, live at the Uptown Theater when you're doing white dress, and I'm like, "Hey, that's Corey Wong on guitar." I didn't realize that Corey was your guy, so I went deep, and I like he's even posted his in ear mix on there, so I'm ready yeah. to step in last minute on, at least on okay. fear and let the good times roll. Like, since I've got his in ear mix, so if you need you
3: that. you you got it dialed. It's it is funny too. Like I feel like a number of the guys that I play with have posted in ear mix stuff, and it's like that's honestly really like I should do that. It's like fascinating footage and I feel like musicians especially are like, oh, that's helpful to know like what's going on. Yeah, it's fun. Corey, so hilarious. I am a huge Wolfpack fan. Like one of my favorite bands and just like from a creative standpoint everything that Jack and them do, I'm just like a huge fan of. So, I had I was like trying to find a guitarist for I think that was the brand new tour and I don't remember how I got introduced to Corey. We did just like his, uh, a FaceTime. I was going to say Zoom. Zoom probably didn't exist then. But <laughs> we, we we connected, and I was like, I felt like he as a person was going to be a great fit. Obviously, a really talented player. So fast forward, I don't know how far into the tour, and I'm talking about Wolfpack, and he's like, you know, I play with those guys, right? And I was like, <laughs> what? Because like to me, you know, it's just like before Corey, I didn't have any like our paths didn't cross at all and to me they were like a make-believe band they're like you know (laughs) this unbelievably cool band and i don't know if they live in silver lake then but you know that part of the world and that he was like yeah play with those guys i was like this is unbelievable tell me everything (laughs) uh and so since obviously Corey has gone on to just like he's just like crushing it doing his own thing so much character like it's so fun for me to watch him like develop into that which is awesome
0: yeah, I, I love watching his stuff. It's it's great. We are do. We, we mentioned before we're covering old friends. So I do have a couple questions related to the song um, okay. to confirm. Those are Backyard Bob's K twos, right? Those were yes, the in-line sc- okay. right. are inline. That's
3: right. K two Backyard Bob's. Perfect. Wow. And um,
0: how hard was it? Was the hardest part of making the video? Like, who's going to make the list of, they got some, some new friends now. As you start writing the list, how hard was it to narrow down <laughs> that group? Like, oh man, I'm going to have to cut so-and-so out. It's like wedding invitation. I know, what? it's like, well, Dave's going to make the list and so-and-so's going to make the list. Who's like, who's not going to make the I remember with,
3: with my wife being like, it felt like inviting people to your birthday party where it's like, <laughs> I want to include a bunch of people, not too many people. And really some of it was just the aesthetics of it. Like, I was like, I'll just do a couple names. And then it's like, felt a little weird. It's like, you only have three friends it's like well like i have more friends than that but like i don't and then I, I want to do like i don't have 50 friends but uh it was funny i was like i feel bad because like i, I don't want this to be like you are or are not my friend i just no, right? I, I i rested in the uh in trusting that everybody would be like i i get it but uh, yeah that, but I, I remember going through that with hillary and being like how do i do this like we need more names than just a couple because otherwise it's weird but if we have too many it's weird so that that was a little funny it was a good good grab there
2: how many how many takes was that i know it's a single shot how many takes
3: i think we only did maybe three maybe four and one of them so we had like a i don't know i think maybe it's a movie or whatever it's like the camera that's like gravity balanced or whatever yeah. on one of the takes one of the string, one of the springs got weird and it like went sideways oh. um but i think we only did honestly i bet we did three takes maybe four wow. and then it was a little weird because we did it in my parents they've moved since then <laughs> but like the neighborhood started hearing Chris playing the drums and saw this like big truck outside my house. And so they all gathered around. So as the takes went on, there were more people and I was like, Oh, this is kind of uncomfortable. But, um, yeah, we really didn't do that many takes. It, it, it went well. And dude, that's a rare occurrence of like an idea coming together just the way you want it to. Cause I feel like usually it's like, you got this idea and then it doesn't totally work. And that was like one of the rare things of maybe my entire career that like we got done and I saw it and I was just like, Yes, (laughs) this is great. Because usually it's like this is a great idea, and then it's like, nah, it's not that great. So kudos to the people that made the video.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's perfect. It's It's got that. One of my favorite things about your music in general is the level of sort of um, sentimentality. um, You know that it that it carries and that it sort of brings about. You know, I feel like in me when I'm listening. You know, that's just one of the most beautiful things. It makes me want to like. You know, it makes me want to love my friends better. You know, like (laughs) just you know what i'm saying so uh yeah. i just i love I'm that uh, but i think the video you know really cares about it's y- you are you know in this room with literal it's just so very on the nose for the concept yeah. um that yeah. i think it you know it really portrays what what you're trying to say there so that's we thanks, all man.
0: have we all have a wiley and a blake like we have those yeah. people, people in our to like, mind immediately it's like i say. know who my wiley is yes. like it's like totally. it's so good exactly it's yeah. Man, so. They, yeah yeah
2: yeah uh, Go ahead, uh, go
3: ahead. No, I'm you're just going to start getting stupid on no, this. Yeah, we're, one.
0: we're go, uh, getting Rick rolled by Rick Astley. That's got to be like the uh, ultimate compliment.
3: That was, so that actually was almost. I mean, it wasn't I? Wasn't going to say anything that was like I don't like this song, but like <laughs> I. So basically, to give some background, I did. There's this. There's an agent in California, him and his daughter in the pandemic did something called Quarantunes, which they basically raised a bunch of money for different causes. And so my manager knows him and was like, we want Ben to do this thing. And it sounded awesome. And actually another friend of mine had done it. He was like, you got to do this. So I did it. And I, you know, I talked to the guy beforehand, but, you know, didn't, didn't know that much about it. So basically the day before he's like, Hey, like I saw you do a cover of, uh, Never going to give you up. It kind of goes with the theme of the night we're doing. Do you want to do that? And I was just like, yeah, sure, man. Whatever. I can do that. And so he didn't say anything else to me about it. And the next thing is like, you know, I do the sound check and I'm waiting and they're like, all right, they toss it to me. I play the song. And then they're literally like, just ask me point blank, like, what I think about it. They're like, what do you, you know, I don't remember exactly what they said, but like no like Rick Astley PS is watching this and he's gonna come in. So like I don't know the guy that well. Maybe he just felt like he had a good enough feel for me as a person that I wasn't gonna be a jerk, but like it definitely could have been bad. that could have like, gone if, sideways really I know, quick. If, if if I was like trying to get a laugh and like wasn't a tactful person. <laughs> And I'd just been like, the song is terrible, man. It's such a joke. I do I do it because it's so bad. And then yeah, they're right. gonna be like I do it
2: ironically. You think the song's bad, watch the video.
3: <laughs> right. No, but no, no, but for real, it's like that. I mean, I, I wasn't gonna because I, I think the song is great, but yeah. like it could have it could have been bad. I would have thought they would have been like, Hey man, PS, like, it's possible Rick's gonna be there. So if we ask you something about it, like take that in mind. Give a heads up. Nope. Right? literally stone cold just like man what do you think about that song and i was like uh some people think it's kind of funny but i think it's funny because it's so great i guess and they're like well rick astley's right here and i was like oh my gosh but I, so hillary watched it while it was happening she was like that could have gone bad yes, i was like i awesome. know that could have gone really bad
0: well, we're not going to surprise you with anything. Uh, I was literally about
3: okay, to be like, well, good, "We got Rick Astley on right
0: good. now. <laughs> gonna, let's, we got Huey we Lewis. He's going to come on in here and talk oh, about shirts."
3: If you had Huey Lewis, I'd I would be like, I would die. Uh, no, but I'm, I'm I'm glad one that I that I did actually like the song, and two that I didn't say anything that Rick would have been wrong about. He was really nice too. He's a really kind guy. That's fantastic.
0: Uh, your uh, one of your most recent, the "It Would Be You" written with Jordy Cersei. Talk about how yep. that was put together with the voice memos. That's such a cool concept. Um, yeah, I, I want to hear so, the story from you.
3: Well, thank you. Uh, so basically, it's interesting. I didn't know this until after the song had come out. I went back and looked at the voice memos, and I I wrote the initial thing the day that I got home from the old Friends Acoustic Tour being canceled. So oh. I flew to Dallas thinking the show was going to happen. And then that was the day that like the world shut down. It was like the NBA is done. March Madness is done. I was in Dallas like maybe I'm going to play a show today. I flew home and the next day I went over to my writing space and just kind of like, sketched that out. And I, like, I love the way that Nashville does co-writing. I think it's awesome. But sometimes I'm also like – I want it to be a little more free form where I'm just like, I just want to, and Jordy and I have started doing this. He's a super talented writer where we'll like send a song to the other person and be like, what do you think? Do you want to help with this? And like, it's kind of like open-handed. Like there have been times where like, we'll kind of work on something together. And then like he or I go in another direction. And I feel like sometimes in Nashville, it can be a little bit like intense where it's like, no, like, we're doing this right now. We're both writing this. And I've had experiences that are great. And sometimes it's like, oh, dang, like I don't really like what we did with this idea, but it's kind of weird to do it differently. So I was just like trying to like be more like open-handed with stuff. And I was like, I'll just send this to Jordy and see you, like, if he has any ideas for it. And basically kind of had like the shape of it and was just like, well, I'll just let him fill in some stuff because, like, that sounds fun to me. And I'm not as worried about, like, well, I can write this whole song, so I will. <laughs> and so he sent back some cool stuff. And then, like, back and forth a couple of times, it was pretty much done. And, like, it was super fun and felt like it was captured quickly. In hindsight, I wish I'd recorded it right away because I just wish I had. But so I didn't do anything with it for a while. And then, um, I decided I was like, I should try to record that song. So I did half of Magic with John Fields. And so I texted him. I was like, do you want to try to do a song remotely? Cause we'd never done that. And when we work together, like we'll do fixes remotely. I'll make like a zillion changes and like, he'll make the changes or whatever, but I don't like recording stuff. Like I, a little bit OCD, a little bit ADD. And it just like, is not a great combo for me. And it's easier for me to just like keep it in my head and then work with somebody who's really quick. But I was like, seems like this pandemic is going to happen for a while. So like, I should try this out. So I basically in my old office with this SM7, just like held it in my hand, sang the whole song three times, played the MIDI and sent it to him. And that is the vocal that is on the song. It's like not a treated room, (laughs) literally like straight from an SM7 into an Apollo, no anything. And then he mixed it. But like, that whole process was the beginning of kind of how this record came together which is like oh that's a way we can do this mm-hmm. and so that's kind of the song how the story of how the song came together but that was honestly a turning point for me creatively to be like oh like there's a lot of ways you can do this which has been super freeing for me
2: that's awesome
0: yeah the last show i saw before the pandemic was actually jordy i saw him that was funny that you mentioned that. and when we found out the whatever at the march madness cancellations we were with dave barnes what yeah. your friends we were, yeah. we were wow. hanging out with dave that
3: day small world uh, so i the street that we used to live on is a street that john and dave live on so small oh, really? even smaller okay. world and now i wow. you know we don't live that far away but jordy lives uh maybe like half a mile from my house now so very very small world
2: that's very cool. Let's talk yeah. a little bit about uh, excuse me. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the new Christmas project. Tell us everything. We know literally <laughs> nothing about it. So, I want to know everything. Uh, cuz sure. you had in 20 gosh, it was it 2019 or 2020 that you did like the Christmas EP with the Thanksgiving I think song. Think it
3: was 2020? I'm all the time is a I, yes, construct. I think night. you're wrong,
2: because I think it was the last Christmas I spent with my Uh, family and we're listening to it when we when we uh did presents and stuff we listened to your album it was great
3: awesome good time. thank you
2: so yeah tell us everything about the new one
3: okay so basically um i put off recording a christmas album i wanted to do it for a long time and then ended up just being like this is a good year to do it because there's not one thing going on and honestly because like all of my buddies who are great players also have nothing going on so it's like oh we can do this safely let's do it Um, so basically the the idea to me was like, I would love because it was so much fun because I like really enjoy singing that kind of music and it's just fun to make. Um, I was like, I'd love to like every few years kind of like revamp this and have it be kind of an ongoing thing where it's like, that's almost like a quote unquote brand and we can just have volumes of the record also because of how strong the reaction people were so excited about it i was like whoa like this is awesome so we totally undershot how many vinyl to make and so i was like i don't want to we're also kind of trying to be like hey if you got like a first edition vinyl that's all there ever is so Mm -hmm. i didn't want to just like make a bunch more and like try it again so it was so much fun to make that we were like let's just like do another one this year. And honestly, there was enough of a reaction with the Thanksgiving song with so, we didn't really get to set that up. Like it was done like not that long before Thanksgiving, but enough like radio people played it and that kind of stuff that was like, man, it'd be great if we could like try that again with some time actually. Cause my secret just like dream of dreams would be to like write a, like a classic American song. And I'm like, not a lot of competition for Thanksgiving holiday songs. So like if we could just keep running a little bit farther, maybe we could like (laughs) plant the flag and be like, we got it. But uh, because it was so much fun to make and because like, I'm not going to be doing like touring, touring uh, in the fall. Like it's possible I'll do like random shows, but I was just like, this would be a great, like I could actually write some original Christmas songs and record them and have that be a part of the record. And like do the Thanksgiving song again. It just sounds like a fun thing to do. And the older that I get, the more I'm like, I want to do stuff that feels magnetic and fun. And that feels like that to me. So it's just like, oh, let's do it. Like to be awesome, you know.
2: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. The last one, the the first one is so it's very classic, like in its presentation and everything about it is just it's very like my parents love it. You know what I mean? It's very listenable to by anybody. Uh, And it actually it's got the great line though. My favorite line is me. I'm a Christmas man. That's, uh
3: <laughs> We did we we basically I sang with the band live and I tried to do different things every time and some of them were like this is not like <laughs> the holidays I named were like this should not be named. But I I'm I'm glad you like that. I was trying to have like that kind of like fun personality that I feel like those old records have. So I'm glad you liked it. Definitely. Nailed it.
0: Okay. So there's one question that we ask everybody. Ben, thank you so much for your time. Uh, and make sure Absolutely. to tell Greg uh, Lighterman thanks. He's been wonderful to work with. Tell him yeah. thanks. We're He's good. been great hooking us up. The, uh, there's a question we ask everybody. So you're <laughs> on tour um, and you're either doing your – your solo stuff, or you just finished playing Kane's Ballroom with Euromart, whatever, your first, anyway, you're you're on tour, <laughs> and you go into a gas station. What is your gas station snack food of choice? And I'll, oh, I'll give you man. mine while you're thinking on
1: it. Okay, please, um, yeah.
0: I get a Three Musketeers bar. When I was growing up, my mom said, you could have any candy bar you want, and that's the most ounces. So it was like the most ounces for the money. So totally. that's the angle I go. Um, I have a guess for you, but I think I'm just gonna let you throw it out and let's see if okay. I wrote down my guess right.
3: Well, So, uh, one respect on the three musketeers, big fan of nougat. Um, <laughs> big nougat guy, I, yeah. Also, good research with Kane's ballroom and Euromart. You guys are crushing it. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'll,
2: okay, and I'll guess.
3: I'll, okay, go for it.
0: I would guess Reese's because of the history that you've had about talking about your love for Reese's. So that's that's right. my guess,
3: but okay, if it's so different. Th- it's okay. Two part answer. One, if I'm just like, what candy do you want? I I want Reese's. It's the best. It's the richest. Peanut butter and chocolate is an unbeatable combo. It's so good. (laughs) On tour, being realistic, I'm trying pretty hard not to eat that candy. So if we Ah. really stop at a gas station, I'm going to be so boring. I'm probably going in. I'm going to splurge and get a Fiji water. And then, this is so lame. If I really need some sustenance, I'd get like, A Cliff Bar, I'd try to get the mint one, which is honestly not that much better for you than Reese's. But I probably would go in and get like a banana. If I was really hungry. Okay. Congratulations trying, on the I'm, most I'm boring
0: answer we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, know, that's great. But, Everything but, you did right in the interview, you bombed in the gas I station. Know,
3: <laughs> I know, but that's, I, I'm just shooting you straight because like, I, you know, it's your body is so all over the place on tour. You're not sleeping good. It's hard to like really get good exercise. That, Like, you know, if you start being like, I'm going to eat like pizza and Reese's, it's like, you just feel bad. <laughs> man. So I'm just like, I'm pretty much trying to like dri- get hydrated again. And then, like, maybe if I need some nutrients, I'll do that. But that's pretty boring. But if you're just like, what candy do you want? Be like, I want king size Reese's. Dude. So there you go. Of course.
0: Well, yeah. then I'll, I'll 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 throw you a sweets question as a follow up. So okay, okay. Uh, um, the Twitter poll you did the Thin Mints thing. The cool Thin yep. Mints has your favorite Girl Scout cookie changed over the years?
3: It's got to still be Thin Mints. Oh, I mean, so like, I, like, and I think that's probably just you know that's just <laughs> what I'm used to. Hillary likes, uh, is it tagalongs? Yeah, the coconut ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she gets like a smattering of the cookies and they're all really good. But like, man, April to me and maybe March, I don't know when they come. But like, I I had like a vivid memory when I was eating a couple of Thin Mints. I think I was watching the Masters. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so used to like my dad with like a glass of milk and Thin Mints in the freezer, just like eating like three or four of those. That feels like a time of year to me. So like, (laughs) even if there was a better- Girl Scout cookie, like it can't really beat that memory. You know what I mean? Mm. Sentimentality. That's
0: right, man. That's, that's right. We talked about a, this. Name there of you
3: the game. go full, taking a full circle for yeah. you, dude.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. We hope you had a good time. Um, you've been great.
3: I, it, it was great. You guys, you guys did such good research, and this was a blast. Thanks so much for having me, man. Ah, uh, thank, that's thanks,
0: what we like. That's to what, hear. what we like to hear. We, yeah. we, we yeah. try our best. We enjoy <laughs> this, dude. This was so great for us. This is a bucket yeah. list one for us. So yeah. Thank you oh, so
3: man. much, man. Thank, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: You're doing big things. We believe in you. Go get th- them. Have a great day, man.
2: you guys. This is the Great Song Podcast. That, ladies and gentlemen, oh, was Ben Rector. That just happened. One of the biggest pop stars in the world. Exactly. You know what I mean? I can't believe that just happened. And after listening to this show, he's going to be like, why in the world did I Why ever did do I that? go up
0: with these guys? Why in the world ben, did we, Latterman hook me up with these guys? Latter- Greg and Ben, we promise that they're not all like that. Ah. Yeah. I, I mean, about, yeah, yeah, this are. is pretty indicative yeah, this of is, this us, is honestly. We're more in-depth on something. We might
2: be a little extra loose today as we celebrate four, four years, years, but this is, this is pretty much it. Listen, and we heard we heard a rumor, okay? Nah. No? Nah, we'll
0: keep that in the family. Okay. I want to keep that. Okay. That's us. All
2: right. That's I, us. I never mind. That. Never mind. Maybe we'll disclose on Patreon. Maybe, Maybe. not. Yeah, I think um, it's good. It's okay. Made. All right. Never mind then. Almost spilled some beans. Okay. All right. Man. Ben Rector, thank you so much uh, for joining us on the show. We we certainly appreciate it. That was a lot of fun. Let's do it again sometime. Uh, I, you know what we need to we need to form a a podcast. I don't know what you call a, a super group of interviews where like we just get all these people in a room. I want I want Rector. Uh, I want Cody Fry, Dave Barnes, uh, Kevin Griffin. Uh, I want some – some like, I want these people – you know what I'm saying? I want these people all in a room at once with us, and we just record it and just see what happens. Just everybody laughing so hard always. Uh, I want all these people. There's so many more. Um, But anyway, uh, freaking John McLaughlin. I want all these – yeah. Anyway. All right, uh, we'll be back, hopefully, unless we get canceled. (laughs) We'll be back next week uh, with another great song as season eight continues to roll on and Magic Month goes into week two. Until then, I'm Rob. I'm JP. Go listen to some music.